Welcome back to the Hemingway List Podcast. It seems we've reached a checkpoint because today's poems are by Anonymous. It looks like the structure of this book is that um, every century or so, like it's broken up by centuries, but not exactly by centuries because it's the poet's birth and death date. So, you know, it's in chronological order of the poet's lives, but the poet's lives crisscross between centuries, obviously. But every century, the book is broken up by the fact that it has anonymous poems. And today's reading is anonymous poems from the 15th century. So that's a bit of a checkpoint. We're moving forward through the centuries. But first, let us talk about William Dunbar. Immortality through poetry, I guess, would be the gist. Um... Uh, what am I looking at here? Oh, sorry. Okay, someone has given us a some translations. That's handy. Good to have. Acoustic Heel says, I like the rhyme scheme A, B, A, B, B, C, B, C that he used for a couple of these. Nice to switch it up a little bit. Swim's Link said that the maker is a poet, so he was listing off a bunch of poets who died. Maybe he knew some of them personally. Would be a nice gesture. Um, yeah. I'm not going to talk much about today's or yesterday's ones <coughs> because because of a few reasons. But one, because I need to have an early night, and tonight we're reading about 20 pages of poems. So I'm going to move right along. Let's skip past William, old William Dunbar. Nice couple of poems, but we're diving into Anonymous. 15th century, this one's called May in the Greenwood. In summer, when the shores be shane, and leaves be large and long. Hit is full merry in fair forest to hear the fully's song. To see the deer draw to the dale and leave the hills he and shadow him in the leaves green under the green wood tree. Hit befell on Whitsuntide early in May morning. The sun up fair can shine and the birds merry can sing. This is a merry morning, said little John, be him that died on tray. A more merry man than I am one lives not in Christianity. Pluck up thy heart, my dear maester, little John can say, and think it is a full fair time in a morning of May. This song is called Carol, I mean song, I mean poem. I sing of a maiden that is makeless. King of all kings, to her son she chez. He came also still, there his mother was, as dew in April that fall from the grass. He came also still to his mother's bower, as dew in April that fall from the flower. He came also still, there his mother lay, as dew in April that fall from the spray. For mother and maiden was never none but she, while may such a lady God's mother be. Okay, that's sad. Que amor languero. In the valley of this restless mind, I sought in mountain and in mead, trusting a love, a true love, for to find upon an hill, then took I heed, a voice I heard, and near I yed. In great dolor, complaining though, see, dear soul, how my sides bleed. Que amor languero. 
Upon this hill I found a tree, under a tree a man sitting, and from head to foot wounded was he, his heart blood I saw bleeding, a seemly man, to be a king, a gracious face to look unto, I asked why he had painting, he said, queer more linguere. I am true love that fall, that false was never my sister's man's soul, I loved her thus, because we would in no wise dissever, I left my kingdom glorious, I pervade her a palace full precious, she fled, I followed, I loved her so, that I suffered this pain piteous, qui amor languel. My fair love and my spouse bright, I saved her from beating, and she hath me bet. I clothed her in grace and heavenly light, this bloody shirt she hath on me set. For longing of love, yet would I not let. Sweet strokes are these, lo, I have loved her ever as high her het. Queer amore languil. I crowned her with bliss, and she me with thorn. I led her to chamber, and she me to die. I brought her to worship, and she me to scorn. I did her reverence, and she me villainy. To love that loveth is no maestry, her hate made never my love her foe. Ask me then no question why, queer more lingueo. Look unto mine hands, man, these gloves were given me when I her sought. They be not white, but red and wan. Embroidered with blood, my spouse them brought. They will not off, I loose hem naught. I woo her with hem, wherever she go, these hands for her so friendly fought. Queer amore lenguero. Marvel not, man, though I sit still. See, love hath shod me wander straight, buckled my feet, as was her will sharp nails while thou mayest wait in my love was never to state all my members I have opened her to my body I made her heart's bait queer more lingual in my side I have made her nest look in how wheat a wound is here this is her chamber here shall she rest that she and I may sleep in fear here may she wash, if any filth were. Here is seat for all her woe. Come when she will, she shall have cheer. Queer more lingueo. I will abide till she be ready. I will her sue if she say nay. If she be wretchless, I will be greedy. If she be dangerous, I will her pray. If she weep, then bide I ne may. Mine arms bend spread to clip her to me. Cry once I come now, soul assay, queer more lenguero. Fair love, let us go play, apples bend ripe in my garden. I shall thee clothe in a new array, thy meat shall be milk, honey and wine. Fair love, let us dine, thy sustenance is in my cripe, lo, tarry thou not, my fair spouse mine, queer amore lenguero. If thou be foul, I shall thee make clean. If thou be sick, I shall thee heal. If thou mourn aught, I shall thee mean. Why wilt thou not, fair love, with me deal? Foundest, 
thou ever love so leal? What wilt thou, soul, that I shall do? I may not unkindly thee appeal. Quia amore lingueo. What shall I do now with my spouse, but abide her of my gentleness? Till that she look out of her house of fleshy affection, love mine, she is, her bed is made, her bolster is bliss, her chamber is chosen, is there none mo? Look out on me at the window of kindness, quia amore lingueo, my love is in her chamber, hold your peace, make ye no noise, but let her sleep. My babe, I would not were in disease, I may not hear my child weep. With my pap I shall her keep, nay, marvel yet not, though I tend her too. This wound in my side had never been so deep, qui, but, quia amore lingueo. Long thou for love, never so high, my love is more than thine may be. Thou weepest, thou gladdest, I sit thee by. Yet wouldst thou once love look unto me. Should I always feed thee with children meat? Nay, love, not so. I will prove thy love with adversity. Queer amore linguo. Wax not weary, mine own wife. What maid is a to lie, live in comfort? In tribulation I reign more rife, often times than in disport, in will and in woe I am a to support mine own wife. Go not me fro. Thy meed is marked when thou art mort. Queer amore linguero. This one is called the nut brown maid. He, be it right or wrong, these men among on women do complain, affirming this how that it is, a labour spent in vain, to love them well, for never a dull, they love a man again, for let a man do what he can, their favour to attain, yet if a new to them pursue their first true lover then, laboreth for naught, for from her thought he is a banished man. She, I say not nay, but that all day it is both written and said, that woman's faith is, as who saith, all utterly decayed. But nevertheless right good witness, in this case might be laid, that they love true and continue record the nut-brown maid, which when her love came her to prove to her to make his moan, would not depart, for in her heart she loved him but alone. He then between us let us discuss that was... Sorry, he then between us let us discuss what was all the manner, between them two, we will also tell all pain in fair, but that she was in, now I begin, so that ye may answer. Wherefore all ye that present be, I pray you give an ear. I am the knight, I come by night, as secret as I can, saying, alas, thus standeth the case, I am a banished man, she. And I, your will for the fulfill, in this will not refuse, trusting to show a word's view that men have an ill use, to their own shame, women to blame, and causeless them accuse, therefore to you I answer now, all women to excuse, mine own heart, dear, with you what cheer, I pray you tell a nun, for in my mind of all mankind I love but you alone. He, 
It standeth so, a deed is due whereof great harm shall grow. My destiny is for to die, a shameful death I throw. I trow, sorry. Or else to flee, that one must be, none other what way I know. But to withdraw as an outlaw, and take me to my bow. Wherefore adieu, mine own heart true, none other read I can, for I must to the greenwood go, alone a banished man. She, O Lord, what is this world's bliss that changeth as the moon? My summer's day in lusty May is darkened before the noon. I hear you say farewell, nay, nay, we depart not so soon. Why say yea, so, whither well ye go? Alas, what have you done? All my welfare to sorrow and care should change if you were gone, for in my mind of all mankind I love but you alone. He. I can believe it shall you grieve, and somewhat you distrain, but afterward your pains high within a day or twain. Shall soon a slake, and ye shall take comfort to you again, why should ye aught? For to make thought your labour were in vain, and thus I do and pray you too as heartily as I can, for I must to the greenwood go, alone a banished man. She. Now, sith that ye have showed to me the secret of your mind, I shall be plain to you again, like as ye shall me find. Sith it is so that ye will go, I will not live behind, shall never be said the nut-brown maid was to her love unkind. Make you ready, for so am I, although it were a nun, for in my mind of all mankind I love, but you are no alone. He. Yet I read to take good heed what men will think and say of young, of old. It shall be told that ye be gone away, your want on will for to fulfil in greenwood you to play, and that ye might for your delight no longer make delay, rather than ye should thus for me be called an ill woman. Yet would I go to the greenwood go. So, yet would I to the greenwood go alone, a banished man. She. Though it be sung of old and young that I shall be to blame, theirs be the charge that speaks so large in hurting of my name, for I will prove that faithful love is, is devoid of shame in your distress and heaviness to part with you the same. And, sure, although that do not so true lovers are they none, for in my mind of all mankind I love but you alone. He, I counsel you, remember how it is no maiden's law, nothing to doubt, but to run out to wood with an outlaw, for ye must there in your hand bear a bow ready to draw, and as a thief must thus must you live, ever in dread and awe, whereby to you great harm might grow, yet had I livelier liver than that I had to the greenwood go alone a banished man, she. I think, not nay, but as ye say, it is no maiden's law, but love may make me for your sake, as I have said before, to come on foot to hunt and shoot, to get us meat and store, for so that I your company may have I ask no more, from which to part it maketh my heart as cold as any stone, for in my mind of all mankind I love but you alone. He. For an outlaw this is the law, that men him take and bind without pity, Hanged to be, and waver with the wind. If I had need, as God forbade, what succours could you find? Forsooth I trow, 
you and your bow, for fear would draw behind. And no mervail, for little avail, were in your counsel then, wherefore I'll to the greenwood go alone, a banished man. She. Right well, no, right well know ye that women be, but feeble for to fight. No woman heed it is indeed to be bold as a knight, yet in such fear if that ye were, with enemies day and night, I would withstand with bow in hand to grieve them as I might, and you to save as women have from death men many one. For in my mind of all mankind I love but you alone. He. Yet take good heed, for ever I dread that ye could not sustain the thorny ways, the deep valleys, the snow, the frost, the rain, the cold, the heat, for dry or wet. We must lodge on the plain, and us above no other roof but a break, bush, or twain. Which soon should grieve you, I believe, and ye would gladly then that I have not to the green would go alone, a banished man. She, since I have here been part near with you of joy and bliss, I must also part of your woe, endure as reason is, yet I am sure of one pleasure, and shortly it is this, that where ye be me seemeth parody, I could not fare amiss. Without more speech I you beseech that we were shortly gone, for in my mind of all mankind I love but you alone. He. If ye go, Thida, ye must consider, when ye have lust to dine, there shall no meat be for to geet, neither bear al ne wine, whether, no, sorry, neither, neither, neither beer, ale, nor wine, nor sheets clean to lie between, made of thread and twine, none other house but leaves and boughs to cover your head and mine. Lo, mine heart sweet, this ill diet should make you pale and wan. Wherefore I'll go, wherefore I'll to the greenwood go, alone a banished man. She. Among the wild deer such as an archer, archer, as men say that ye be, ne may not fail of good vertail, where is so great plenty, and water clear of the rivere, shall be full sweet to me, with which I'll in, in hill I shall right wheel endure, with which in hell I shall right well endure, as ye shall see, and or we go, a bed or two, I can provide an un, for in my mind of all mankind I love but you alone, Lo, yet before ye must do more, if ye will go with me, as cut your hair up by your ear, your kirtle by your knee, with bow in hand, for to withstand your enemies if need be, and this same night before daylight to woodward will I flee, if that ye will all this fulfil, do it shortly as ye can, else will I to the greenwood go alone, a banished man. She. I shall as now do more for you than longeth to woman hid, to short my hair, a bow to bear, to shoot in time of need. O oh, my sweet mother, before all other for you I have most dread, but now adieu I must ensue where fortune doth me lead. 
All this make ye, now let us flee, the day cometh fast upon, for in my mind of all mankind I love but you alone. He. Nay, nay, not so. You shall not go, and shall I tell you why? Your appetite is to be light, of love I will espy. For right as ye have said to me, in likely wise heartily, ye would answer whosoever it were in way of company. It is said of old, soon hot, soon cold, and so is a woman. Therefore I go to the wood, will go alone a banished man. She If ye take heed, it is no need such words to say to me, for oft ye prayed, and long assayed, or I loved you per day. And though that I of ancestry a baron's daughter be, Yet have you proved how I you loved, a squire of low degree. And ever shall whatso befell to die, therefore a nun, for in my mind of all mankind I love but you alone. He, a baron's child to be beguiled, it were a cursed deed to be for law with an outlaw, almighty God forbid. Yet better were the poor squire alone to forest yade, than ye shall say another day that be by my cursed reed. Ye were betrayed, wherefore, good maid, the best reed that I can. Is that I to the greenwood go alone a banished man? She. Whatever befell, I never shall of this thing be upbraid. But if ye go and leave me, if ye go and leave me so, if ye go and leave me so, then have ye me betrayed. Remember you well, how that ye deal, for if ye, as ye said, be so unkind to leave behind your love, the nut-brown maid, trust me truly that I shall die soon after ye be gone. For in my mind of all mankind I love, but you alone, he. If that ye want, ye should repent, for in the forest now I have purveyed me of a maid whom I love more than you, another more fair than ever ye were, I dare it well avow, and of you both each should be wroth with other as I trow. It were mine ease to live in peace, so will I if I can, wherefore I to the wood will go alone a banished man. She Though in the wood I understood ye had a power more, all this may not remove my thought, but that I will be your. And she shall find me soft and kind and courteous every hour, glad to fulfil all that she will command me to my power. For had ye low an hundred more, yet would I be that one, for in my man mind of all mankind I love but you alone. He, mine own dear love, I see the prove that ye be kind and true of maid of wife in all my life, the best that I ever knew. Be merry and glad, be no more sad. The case is changed anew. For it were wroth that for your truth ye should have caused to rue. Be not dismayed whatsoever I said. To you, when I began, I will not to the greenwood go, I am no banished man. She, these tidings be more glad to me than to be made a queen, 
if I were sure they would endure, but it is often seen when men will break promise they speak, the word is on the spleen, yet ye shape some while me to beguile, and steal from me I ween. Then were the case worse than it is, sorry, then were the case worse than it was, and I more woe begone, for in my mind, of all my mankind, I love but you alone. He. Ye shall not need further to dread, I will not disparage. You, God defend, sith you descend of so great lineage. Now understand, to Westmore land, which is my heritage, I will you bring, and with a ring, by way of marriage. I will you take, and lady make, as shortly as I can. Thus have you won an earl's son, and not a banished man. Here may ye see that women be in love meek, kind, and stable. Let never man reprove them then, or call them variable. But rather pray God that we may to them be comfortable, which sometimes proveth such as he loveth, if they be charitable. For sith men would that women should be meek to them each one, much more ought they to God obey and serve but him alone. That's a big poem. It's fun to read though. This one's called As Ye Come From the Holy Land, 16th century. As ye come from the holy land of Walsingham, yet you not with my true love by the way as you came. How should I know your true love that have met many a one as I come from the holy land, that have come, that have gone. She is neither white nor brown, but as the heavens fair, there is none hath her from divine in the earth or the air. Such a one did I meet, good sir, such an angelic face, who, like a nymph, like a queen, did appear in her gait, in her grace. She have left me here alone, all alone, as unknown, who sometimes did me lead with herself and me, loved as her own what's the cause that she leaves you alone and a new way doth take that sometime did love you as her own and her joy did you make i have loved her all my youth but now am old as you see love likes not the falling fruit nor the withered tree know that love is a careless child and forgets promise past he is blind he is deaf when he list and in faith never fast. His desire is a jeweless content and a trustless joy. He is one with a world of despair and is lost with a toy. Of womankind such indeed is the love or the world love abused under which many children's childish desires and conceits are excused. But true love is a durable fire in the mind ever burning, never sick, never dead, never cold, from itself never turning. The lover in winter plaineth for the spring. O western wind, when wilt thou blow, that the small rain down can rain? Christ, that my love were in my arms, and I in my bed again. This one's called Ballot. 
Below my babe, lie still and sleep, it grieves me sore to see thee weep. Wouldst thou be quiet, eyes be glad, thy mourning makes my sorrow sad. Below my boy, thy mother's joy, thy father's breeds me great annoy. Below, lalo. When he began to court my love, and with his sugared words me move, his feignings false and flattering cheer to me that time did not appear, but now I see most cruelly he cares for nay for my babe nor me below lalo. When he began to court my love, and with his sugared words, oh, I think I just read that bit. I did. Lie still, my darling, sleep a while, and when thou walk, wakest, thou sweetly smile. But smile not as thy father did, to cosy maids, nay, God forbid. But yet I fear thou wilt go near thy father's heart and face to bear, below the low. I cannot choose, but ever will, by be loving to thy father still, wherever he go, wherever he ride. My love with him doth still abide. In weal or woe, wherever he go, my heart shall never depart him fro, below the low. But do not, do not, pretty mine, to feignings false thy heart incline, be loyal to thy lover true, and never change her for a new, if good or fair of her have care, for women's bannings wondrous say below the low, ban by thy face I will beware, like Siren's words, I'll come not near, my babe and I together will live, he'll comfort me when cares to grieve, my babe and I right soft will lie and never respect man's cruel tie. Below the low, farewell, farewell, the falsest youth that ever kissed a woman's mouth. I wish all maids be warned by me never to trust man's courtesy. For if we do but chance to bow, they'll use us then they care not how. Below the low. And one more. This one's called The Old Cloak. This winter's weather is waxing cold, and frost it freezeth on every hill, and Boreas blows his blast so bold that all our cattle are like to spill. Bell, my wife, she loves no strife, she said unto me quietly, Rise up and save cow Crumbok's life. Man, put thine old cloak about thee. He, O Bell, my wife, why dost thou flight? Thou kens my cloak is very thin, it is so bare and overworn, a cricket. A crike thereon cannot rend. Then I'll no longer borrow nor lend, for once I'll new apparelled be. Tomorrow I'll to town and spend, for I'll have a new cloak about me. She. Cow Crombock is a very good cow. She has been always true to the pale. She has helped us to butter and cheese, I trow, and other things she will not fail. I would be loth to see her pine, good husband, counsel take of me, it is not for us to go so fine, man, take thine old cloak about thee. He. My cloak, it was a very good cloak, it hath been always true to the wear, but now it is not worth a groat. I have had it four and forty year, sometime it was of cloth in grain, tis now but a sigh clout, as you may see, it will neither hold out wind nor rain, and I'll have a new cloak about me. She, it is four and forty years ago sin that one of us the other did ken, and we have had betwixt us two of children either nine or ten. We have brought them up to women and men, in the fear of God I trow they'd be, 
and why wilt thou, myself mistaken, man, take thine old cloak about thee? He. O Bal, my wife, why dost thou fly now, is now, and then was then? Seek now all the world throughout, thou kens not clowns from gentlemen. They are clad in black, green, yellow, and blue, so far above their own degree. Once in my life I'll take a view, for I'll have a new cloak about me. She. King Stephen was a worthy peer. His breeches cost him about a crown. He held them sixpence all too dear, therefore he called the tailor Lown. He was a king and wore the crown, and thou but of a low degree. It's pride that puts this country down. Man, take thy old cloak about thee. He. Belle, my wife, she loves not strife, yet she will lead me if she can, and to maintain an easy life I oft must yield, though I'm a good man. It's not for a man with a woman to threep, unless he first give over the plea. As we began, so will we keep, and I'll take my old cloak about me. And that's the poems by anonymous authors from the 15th century. All right, thanks for listening to that, and I'll see you tomorrow.